Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog podcast. I'm Chad Edgington. And I'm Melissa Edgington. And uh, we're back again for uh, what we try to do uh, weekly, which is to bring you all the news and information coming from our house. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much going on in the world. Wars and rumors of wars. But I know there's like about like 200 people that just wonder, what are Chad and Melissa up to? And so we're trying to scratch that itch. (laughs) Is that the best way we could say it? Oh, our life is so fascinating. Yeah, it really is. I mean, when you step back and look at it in all of its glory, I mean, it's... uh, we are literally shocked every time we do a podcast yeah. and we see that people have downloaded it. Yeah, I was telling somebody about it <laughs> yesterday. I was like, so she was expressing how much she liked your blog. And I said, oh, it's today. And I said, yeah, well, and she said, well, y'all just have so many s- great stories to tell. And I said, oh, do you listen to our podcast? And she said, no. And uh, I said, well, you know, we do this thing where we, you know, we talk for like 40 minutes and I said, some people apparently find that interesting. And so if that's you, we're humbled and flattered, <laughs> right? We're amazed. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we are amazed. But you know, I like, I listen to, you know, I think of the podcast I like the most. I like to listen to James White's podcast, The Dividing Line. That's a real podcast if you're... <laughs> If you're interested in listening to one, uh, you know, he's got, you know, cameras up and all this high tech stuff going yeah, it's on. fancy. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like a real studio, you know. But anyway, he, he talks about riding his bike and rowing. His sweaters. His sweaters, just all sorts of not. But it's kind of, you know, when you're doing something, when you're working on something, you want to listen to somebody talk when you're mowing the yard or driving the car. So I can understand that. You just... Uh, maybe you know something you can tune in and out of those who um listened last week might be pleased to know that the rap button is gone yeah i took it i took the <laughs> rap button down i felt too uh, he took it down so he would not be tempted not, it is literally nowhere in sight right yeah, now so there will be no rapping tonight you're welcome <laughs> but however sawyer has been learning a solar system rap Oh, really? In science. And he has memorized the entire thing. And I have heard the solar system rap. You know a little bit of it? Many, many times. You know it? I know. Something about... So so here's the, here's the weirdest part of the solar system rap. Is that Uranus is in it? Yeah, <laughs> and always my favorite planet. <laughs> is it Uranus or Uranus? Uranus, but that sounds like urine. I know. Yeah, either way, neither, it's, neither yeah, either way. way is good. Like, who was thinking Why when they named they that planet? That? I don't. I yeah. don't. I don't know. Like every pla- planet's awesome except that one. Anyway, so Uranus, when it's his turn to rap, he says, "I'm Uranus." Yo, I say that with pride. I'm only kidding. I'm embarrassed because I'm the only planet that's lying on its side. Yeah. And so when he says, I'm only kidding, I'm embarrassed, you think he's going to say. Yeah. Because of the way my name sounds. Mm -hmm. But no. It's because he's lying on his side. You know what that means? What? Why, Why he's saying that with pride, but he's embarrassed. Why... 
the rap would say that Uranus Uranus is lying on its side. <laughs> Why? Because Uranus has perpendicular rings. So you could look at it that way, that it's standing straight up, but its rings are perpendicular mm. to its equator. Fascinating. The rings go over the top. Hmm. Like Saturn turned on its side. Well, Sawyer's planet is Mars. Are you impressed that I knew that Uranus had perpendicular rings? I am. I'm always impressed by you. Guess where I learned that? Elementary school. Uh, no. I, uh, well, yeah, I was young, but I, re- I read the encyclopedia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you just pick up you. <laughs> grab the you. Uh, what would you I guess it was, it was, wait, you was like UV, right? I, I think no that idea. was a double letter book. Those were fun. Isn't it interesting that you spent so much time? I mean, I'm, I really am not making fun of you right now, but it's interesting that you spent so much time reading the encyclopedia, and yet you have never been a very good speller. No. Wouldn't you think? But I know, wh- I know what letter they all start with. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much every word I try to spell, I get the first letter right. And, That's you know, good. I chalk that up to the encyclopedia. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never tried to spell xylophone with a Z, yeah. but I, that's about as far as I get with an X. Yeah. But anyway, um, where were we? Hmm. <laughs> oh, no rapping. No rapping no this rapping, week, except for no. the the uh, the rap about the planets. That's fun. That's that's interesting. He was doing that, and I was at the Vacation Bible School Clinic tonight that was about the 2017, 2017 Southern Baptist Lifeway version of uh, Bible School. Is called Galactic Starveyors, mm-hmm. so it's all about it's the planets and stars. So we were the ladies that had been preparing the sessions had been blowing up these little, like balloon, well, like little tiny beach balls, you know, for the each for the planets. Oh yeah. And so they were all out of breath. So I nearly had a heart. They're passed out over there trying to blow up these beach, <laughs> beach ball, <laughs> blow up the sun was so bit much bigger than all these other little planets. Like that's right, that's correct. It's a it's a star, not a planet. All but the third graders will be able to do their solar system yeah, around. Solar BBS. system around. Yeah. Be embarrassed of their anus. I mean, be embarrassed of your <laughs> You did not say <laughs> I that. I did not say that. Are we gonna have to beat more of your stuff out this week? <laughs> just beep me up. Become crude. No. Um so, um let's see. What was I gonna oh you know, last week was rapping. I've got a new thing. I got a new thing this week. He's doing air quotes. You can't see yeah, that. I got a new quote unquote thing, quote unquote <laughs> thing, uh, which is Facebook Live. I have noticed this new thing <laughs> I, that you seem to well, be. Well, I saw all these people doing Facebook Live. I was like, how do you do that? How do you make a live video? I never could figure it out. Mm. And then I went to post something one day, and I saw a little camera or something live. And then I, that's it. That's the button. And then I, then I, I went for another week or two, or maybe this has been actually months. But I was like, uh, where was that button I saw? Because I wanted to do some Facebook lives, but I didn't know how to do that. And then I discovered it. What was my first Facebook Live? Uh, oh, I did I, one the ensemble other uh, ensemble, practice. and I didn't realize I was singing really loud, and it sounds terrible. 
but you know it's amazing the 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 number of views that you get let me look that up real quick the number of views that I had when I, I so I did one today to sort of uh, uh, publicize the Holy Week lunches that we do and I was amazed that uh, the Facebook live video uh, at some point this afternoon had 237 views Two, look at that the dumb video I, I took just walking around the kitchen 285 people watched that that's embarrassing <laughs> uh, I mean I truly truly mean that and then the one I did yesterday 303 views and then uh, I did the one where I was singing at the church to try to promote our uh, uh, 406 people watched that terrible video. So here's what I think we're going to do here in a minute. We're going to Facebook Live a little bit of this podcast. You in your robe, I in my cap. And we're going to uh, see how many people will we'll, we'll promote the podcast with the Facebook Live. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 because I just can't believe how many people will look I at a dumb video. I am literally sitting here in my robe. That's that's well, it's sort of behind the scenes. Of that's a little more behind the scenes than I was hoping. Yeah, that's for. A, it's okay. It'll be good. So, um, but anyway, we've been doing getting ready, ramping up for Easter. So, how how have you been? How do you ramp up for Easter? <laughs> I have a way I ramp how up. How do I ramp up? How for do you Easter? get excited about Easter? Yeah. I um you've never thought about it, have you? I the way I ramp up for Easter is I prepare the children's outfits. You okay, yeah. It's very this, important this to is me. F- I love Easter outfits. Well, tell tell me about your your philosophy of Easter clothes. Cuz it really is taken me How many years have we been married? Almost 18. And I'm still not quite there, right? I don't understand why. Just, I don't either. But go ahead and explain this to the people. I think I mean, they'll find I don't it fascinating. Know. I just, to me, I, I feel like I have two big things, you know, that I enjoy dressing the kids up for. Halloween mm-hmm. and Easter. You do a great job on Halloween, and I don't complain about that. Oh, yes, you do. Okay, maybe if it gets a little out of hand. You complain about anything that costs money. <laughs> <laughs> True. But I just love, you know, having a reason to put together a really cute outfit for the kids. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this, you know, and I, and I saw another pastor today that said he was out dress shopping with the girls and everybody was saying, oh, I bet that looks funny on you, which I thought that was really clever that they they turned his status up. You see what they did there? Like he was trying on dresses. Right. Well, I do, and I was thinking I've I've gone to, to with the girls to try, to try on the dresses, but I I mean I've never actually put them on. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness. But I, that is kind of fun. It's kind of fun to go to the to, to Dillard's when they're having a sale and figure out what the what the Easter dress would be, right? Yeah. And I, I don't I don't mind that, and I like and I always like Sawyer's outfit. Now you you got to steal on Sawyer's outfit. Sawyer, he this is going to be his best dressed Easter ever, and that's saying a lot, because he has had some great Easter outfits. But this one is over the top. This one takes the cake. Yeah, 
It's like a purple plaid. I mean, it, it's like a true hipster suit. It's not. It's, yeah, it's navy blue with purple plaid. Yeah, it's crazy. And it is a skinny suit. Oh, my goodness. He it, looks really it cool looks in so it. looks so cute yeah, on him. Really cool. So that's so that's going to be nice. But, you know, I don't know. I've, I, I need to, you know, I guess it's just the cost of it. I think is it, is it, is it an extravagant thing to. It is. It's a yeah. splurge. Yeah, it's a splurge. Although I do it in the cheapest possible way. I mean, I always get the girls' Easter dresses I guess on you do. 75% off clearance mm-hmm. because I buy the holiday dresses. I buy a holiday dress for Easter. Mm. Holiday clearance rack. But you can't do that with a boy. And there's so many more dress clothes for girls than dress clothes for boys. I know. It's, it's so not terrible. fair. Yeah. And there's never good clearance racks for boys either. Yeah. I, I always spend a lot more on Sire than the girls for Easter. What he really wanted was a white shirt. White you know, dress shirt. I can't deny him because you know why he wants the white shirt? <clears throat> he wants to look like his daddy. He wants to wear a tie, you know, which opens up a whole other topic of, you know, dressing up for church in general. Mm-hmm. You know, it's quite, I get the question quite a bit from people that I talk to that, are pastors at other churches or that go to other churches or, or someone's even suggested it to me before. Well, well, maybe you shouldn't wear a tie when you preach. Maybe you shouldn't wear a suit, you know. And, uh, you know, it's like you've got different ways that pastors dress. I would say I dress in the most traditional way, wouldn't you say? Yes. Okay, so I wear an actual suit, which some of the guys in, in our church or some of the younger guys call it a tux because they don't know the difference <laughs> between a tux and a suit which that actually came up in Sunday school what is the difference between a tuxedo and a suit do you remember what the difference is I don't think I was in there oh, yeah. a tuxedo in the nursery. a tuxedo has satin on it usually on the lapels so the presence of satin is changes really the, the suit yeah into a tuxedo is satin which makes sense if you've ever worn a tux they usually have they have satin on them and they 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 just seem a little more flashy. So I just wear a suit. What would you, how would you describe the next step down? So if you've got pastor dress, suit being the most conservative, what would be the least traditional dress for a pastor? The least I'm thinking like, shorts. Oh yeah, but I've never seen that of you. I've never seen a pastor on Sunday morning wearing shorts. I don't know. I would say the least I've ever seen is maybe like jeans and an untucked shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just regular clothes. So there's something in between there. There's like there's like the pastor that takes his tie off, which I've done that before when I thought I was going to throw up. And I'm just like, i got to take this off because I'm choking. I have, a, I have a really bad choking problem with dress shirts. It's plagued me our whole marriage. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. I like start buttoning that top button and I start gagging. <laughs> You're like, what's wrong with you? You ha- you just have a a very sensitive gag reflex. I know. And I don't know, I think sometimes on Sunday mornings or when there's something going on that you're dressing up for, you get nervous and then it, it exacerbates the problem. Mm. So I think you could do like, I'm not going to wear a tie. So that that would be like the first step in the path to jeans and the unbuttoned shirt so if you don't wear a tie then you're you're dressing like the uh the hip professor no no that's not hip professor that's more like we just got off work 
from our job where we have to wear suits. It's like casual go out to eat FBI guys. Because your jacket and your pants still, still match. match. And you're right. wearing dress pants and a the cool it, professor would have on jeans with his yeah. coat. So then that's like the that's the next step down mm. would be um the 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 college professor wears jeans. But the next step down would be khakis. Sure true. Yes, yeah, so you could do Before you hit khakis jeans. and a sports coat with a white shirt because the guy for so many years has been wearing suits that all he has is white dress shirts and mm-hmm. that's what he wears. Yeah. The college professor would have some different color shirts would have, you know, some different looking blazers to wear. And then he would wear jeans. And depending on his age, he would either wear some kind of really cool shoe or like boat shoes with no socks. And that's how you know that's not the cool professor right there. He just, he's past his prime. Mm. And then I guess I have had that professor. Yeah, that that guy's been real in our life. <laughs> uh, and I've probably had many professors like that. That you know, it's slightly dressy. You know, I think I have I have maintained the position that a blazer is a power play. Yes. If you wanna if you wanna intimidate, if you want to look like you're special, <laughs> then you wear the you wear the blazer, and it doesn't it and you can wear it with almost anything. You, uh, that's you got are, a collar. You're, you're a collar. really convinced that you get special treatment when yeah. you wear the blazer. This is no joke, and I, I don't want to tell too many. L- listen, if that dude that got drug off that plane had been wearing a sports coat instead of sweats, he would not have got drug off the plane. I guarantee you what they did is they said, go down the cabin and find the guy wearing sweatpants. That's the one that's <laughs> off the plane. That guy's not going anywhere important. Trust me. <laughs> that's what. That's the deal. Isn't it weird how, you know, it wasn't that long ago, you know, when we were dating even, Mm -hmm. people dressed up to fly. I always dress up to fly. People did not wear pajama pants on an airplane. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody looked. You look good. when They looked nice. You need to look good when you fly. Sophisticated travelers. Right. Not like they were just getting on the plane to go to bed. Yeah. Well, comfort's everything now. Yeah. But I say, you know, whenever I, I mean, I've done this as an experiment, um, and I don't know why. When I started just throwing a, a blazer on, I think I found some blazers, some jackets at Goodwill or something that were that fit me, and so then I could just wear. You know, they didn't look like they went with a suit. They're actually mm-hmm. sports coats. Mm-hmm. So then, you remember when I got these in Texarkana? They're all kind of tweed. Yeah. They're like college professor type jackets. And I would just put one on with my jeans and a shirt, and then I would go to the airport or whatever we were doing, go to a mission trip or something, have that sports coat on for the flight. And everywhere you went in the airport, everywhere you went with that jacket on, you get better service. And people think, oh, he must be somebody. He's wearing a sports coat. It's crazy. I'm telling you it's true. Do you, do you believe me? I'm not really convinced. I'm serious. It is, it's a power play. <laughs> people just listen to a guy wearing a jacket better than they listen to a guy just wearing a golf shirt. Trust me. Could be. And the kids are like, Daddy, why don't you wear a short sleeve T-shirt? Why don't you wear a T-shirt? Uh, and, I, and I think the same thing. There's there's a little more, you know, you people, they just, I don't want to say I'm going out there trying to make people respect me. I just want better service at the fast food counter. And I get that <laughs> if I'm wearing a button-down shirt as opposed to a golf shirt. Oh. Just, I'm just saying. That guy, 
I think I'm going to use that guy getting pulled off the plane in my sermon on Easter. Are you? Yeah, but I can't tell anybody what it's going to be because I don't want to spoil it. Hmm. But I think I might even base quite a bit of the sermon around that story. Really? On Easter? On Easter. Hmm. So. That sounds intriguing. Unique. Yeah, it sounds unique. Different. Sounds, it's different. <laughs> There'll be Bible, though. I mean, I'm actually going to base it around the Bible, but it'll it'll be an illustration. So, do you think, you know, so so you go, you got all the different ways you could dress when you preach. You've got the different ways you could dress when you show up for church. I really don't think it matters what people wear to church. Um, I think I think we're kind of beyond that conversation. Do you think as a church, as a church in general, the churches that we've been part of, we're in the Southern Baptist tribe. Uh, you know, not gigantic churches, but we've been to some big churches. I don't think that the way you dress is that big of a deal anymore. Would you agree with that? I agree with that from our perspective. I don't know how someone outside of the church would would feel about it. I think there's still an impression, especially maybe about First Baptist churches, mm-hmm. that you have to dress a certain way to go there. But but in actuality, when you actually go there... Yeah, they're not dressed like that. Then you see that yeah. it's very casual. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I think among the members of a church, if somebody walks into a church wearing jeans and a T-shirt... I don't think anybody thinks anything anymore. No. I, I don't ever notice what people are wearing at church. No, I don't either. Yeah. I think I think now it's more unusual to see someone wearing a tie and that that seems to draw more attention if someone's wearing a tie or a coat or what the preacher's wearing that's so, so dressed up. Mm-hmm. That draws more attention now than what anybody... It's almost like it's the other way now yeah. to where people think, well, if you're dressing up, you're putting on airs. If you, if you wear nice clothes to church, it's a problem. I wish we could turn that tide back, but maybe that wouldn't be a good idea. But I was thinking, you know, you just, someone says, why do you wear a suit when you preach? I'm like, because I'm ugly. I mean, that's the truth. <laughs> Chad. I don't look, like, I. if you see me just like wearing normal clothes, I see myself like, I was like, you know, you, you don't look good in clothes, dude. <laughs> and so when you wear a suit, that's the best you're going to look. Like, you know, it looks good. You're like, I'm wearing a suit. It looks really good. You're crazy. I'm just saying this is the truth. You look your best in a suit. So I think, you know, some of these guys, I'm, I'm not trying to turn this into all fundamental Baptist or anything, but I'm saying, wouldn't it be great if, if a bunch of us got together when things were on sale at Joseph Banks or Men's Warehouse, and we just went down and got us some suits, or as the guys in my class would say, some tuxes. <laughs> <laughs> let's get some suits, man, and let's get some suits and... You know, let's show up looking like, you know, the Reservoir Dogs or something. Let's let's show up to church looking like we've been there before. Like, oh, man, check out these guys. You know, like start a trend of, hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying, I'm going to look the very best I can look as I go to church on the Lord's Day. That's like totally opposite of probably what everybody else would say in the whole world. I don't know why I feel that way. <laughs> well, you you like to dress up. I like to dress up, yeah. And, you know, I like to dress up, too. So I think if you like to dress up, dress up for church. Who cares? That's the one time you really can do it. And now people are like, should you really wear a tie? You're like, yeah. I mean, I've got like a hundred of them. But you're coming out of a profession. Yeah, where we where do every day, every day wearing every a suit every day. day. 
And now I don't do that. And you wore a suit until you went to bed at night. I mean, you you lounged on the couch at night yeah. in a suit and tie. I don't feel uncomfortable wearing a suit. Yeah. So Remember, you, you had a car with no air conditioning. Yeah. And, it didn't, and you were, drove all over Texas in your suit yeah. with no AC. Yeah. And you were fine with it. It just, just didn't bother. And like, like back then, courthouses are kind of like dank or muggy. You know, they're, they're usually really old, and they don't really have the best central heat and air in a lot of them. And you just, you know, got window units and things like that. And you just got used to always being sweaty and hot in a wool suit in the middle of the summer. Yeah. And you just got used like, well, I'm going to be hot. You just got used to being hot. Yeah. And I still, it doesn't, it, it doesn't really bother me that, that bad to be hot. So I don't really mind wearing the suit, but it does feel good to take those off and just put on some jeans. You know, yeah. but you realize, man, these jeans don't—they don't look that good. I mean, compared to a suit, you know, suits got silk lining on your legs, man. That feels pretty good. That's not silk. Nylon, polyester—I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think it's silk, right? No. Well, it's something that makes you—it feels nice. It's—it's <laughs> it's lined. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably really boring for everybody. <laughs> How were t How were t ball pictures? They were cute. Yeah. Yes, we we did t ball pictures tonight, and you know, it's like classic third child mm-hmm. mode. You know, like with the other kids, we bought the huge packages with the little the magnets and the stickers and the yeah, where buttons you where you could create a baseball shrine to your kids. Yeah, and you were like, get the oh, we just want the team picture. Um, I all I bought was two. Wallet-sized magnets. <laughs> really? So there's just going to be two wallet magnets? You didn't even get a picture? No, it was... It, you know, how? guess how much it was to get two wallet-sized even, magnets? I do not even want to know. It was $17. Oh, my gosh. That's the cheapest thing you can get. No. $17. <laughs> and I didn't even buy a team picture because that was going to be another $10. That is truly... You know, you... That's the worst thing I've ever heard. For $17, I can get like one of those big magnets that goes on your car door to advertise <laughs> things. I'm serious. Yeah. That's nuts. The pictures are so expensive, but you know, we've got little magnets of the other kids, and so I just thought it'd be cute to have a little magnet of everyone yeah. mm. Well, she is a cute little t-ball player. You know. The guy who was doing the photography, he was... He's a millionaire. <laughs> He's the richest guy I've ever met. He charges seventeen dollars for a magnet and finds idiots to pay for it. He um, was a real character. He every kid that came in there, he had all these different lines he used on him to make him laugh. He had a magnetic personality. Yeah, he, yeah, did. he really did. And he talked Could a it? lot about his own stinky feet. Like that was one of the main uh, things yeah, he yeah. talked about to make him smile. Yeah, he's like, you know what my feet smell like, kids? Money. <laughs> Your parents' money. I have so much of it, I put it in my shoes. Yeah. I doubt that he is getting that much money out yeah, of it. Yeah, probably not. Was there, a, was there a t-ball game tonight? No. no it, was just, it was just pictures. Okay. They were really cute. I went to the Vacation Bible School um, clinic at First Baptist Church in Graham. It was really good. And uh, we did some sessions. It's interesting. You hear other people's perspectives. Um, 
I love Bible school, don't you? Of course I do. I'm excited about it. Bible school is a highlight of my year. I love it. I can't I can't wait for it to start up again. Five days. And uh I'll be doing fifth and sixth. What are you doing? Third and fourth or just third? Just third. Just third. I do five and six. It's gonna be great. Well, you ready to do some Facebook Live? Let's try it. I don't know if I want to do it right now in this current state well, that I'm too in. Too bad. So what? We're, so what are we going to basically say here is that if you're listening to, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, this is this is. I would be embarrassed if I were you too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we're, I'm going to Facebook Live something here, and I'm just going to do this. I guess on my thing, my Facebook, and you can share it or something. Is that how it would work? I guess. Okay, so you're gonna. Come I've up. never Facebook lived. You wanna go? So we're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna describe what we're doing here. Okay, live podcast snippet. Will that work? Snipeyote. That's not the way you spell snippet. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yep. So the way it works, if for those of you who don't know, it gives you a little countdown. See there? You get a little countdown, and then it will start building your audience. So this is exciting, isn't it? It's so we're exciting. Face, we're Facebook living, and you're hearing it not live if you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> but maybe maybe you heard a little bit of it, and then it prompted you to listen to the whole podcast, and you realized, I just wasted the last 30 minutes of my life listening to them talk about nothing except Chad's clothes, and then... Then I then I had to listen to something I'd already seen before, right? Right. Okay, so there's someone actually watching. So this is our we are podcasting, and we're podcasting live right now on the Your Mom Has a Blog podcast. So we had one listener viewer, and then they already disappeared. <laughs> they could not handle it. Maybe a little some more a little light here. Is that better? A little more light. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for two seconds. Whoever that was. <laughs> We love you. So basically what's happening here, Melissa, is, is we're not able to generate any interest. No one is watching. But, I, it's, but it's, it's 1045. I'm not surprised. It's 1045 right now. Would you, would you tune in? Of course not. <laughs> but I want to say something interesting. You notice something interesting about this shot right here? What? Here, get your mic where we can hear you. What is okay. interesting? I think this shirt that I'm wearing... Is really interesting. It is interesting. You know the history behind the shirt? It has a long and varied history. The shirt I'm wearing here, you can take a look at it. Look at this shirt. Oh my gosh. It's in great shape. It's glorious. The collar still looks good. How old would you guess this shirt is? That shirt is at least 18 years old. At least. <laughs> I wore this shirt that I'm wearing right now. I wore this shirt on our... As we left the church to go on our honeymoon, that's right to Granbury. So we've got one, we've got one wa- uh, viewer. Hey, we just want to welcome you. Scratch my nose there. <laughs> that was not a pick. <laughs> that was not a pick. It was right there on the top. Uh, we want to invite you to tune in to the Your Mom Has a Blog podcast. Uh, so we're actually podcasting a little bit of it right now. Oh my gosh, it's Jackson. <laughs> 
<laughs> like the one guy who's even been on the podcast is the one guy who tuned in to listen. And he's the one who thinks that you talk too much about yourself. And that's exactly what he said. So Jackson says, no one cares about your shirt. Talk about Melissa and her great thoughts. Jackson, what would you have us to ask Melissa? What thoughts of hers do you really want to hear? Because she seems content, and she has, she has for the last 18 years just to listen to me talk. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this was uh, the... You know what is amazing about that is how much men's styles do not change. I know, this shirt always holds up. Do you know what it would look like if I was wearing the suit that I wore the day that we left the church? It had gigantic shoulder pads. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. That bluish-greenish suit I was wearing? Here. I'm going to go grab the picture, all right, so we can show it to him. So here, entertain the people. Hold the camera here. Oh, boy. Don't block Jackson. Hold the camera there and wax eloquent, and I'll be right back. (laughs) Chad's going to get the picture to prove that he wore this shirt on the day we got married. Jackson says, I like her recent thoughts about her father, what he taught her about being a more patient parent. Did you guys see that blog post that I wrote last night? It was about my dad. Here he comes. Here's the proof right here. All right, let me get my phones on. All right. Hold that up a little bit. One thing I find is that when you're doing a selfie or something along that line, if you hold the, the, the camera higher, we look younger. It, it makes you look younger. It makes you almost look like look you Look at do. us. We've been yeah. married for 18 years. Look at that! So beautiful. <laughs> so this doesn't this doesn't really work if you're if you're only listening to the podcast. You'd have to go find the Facebook Live video, which Melissa hopefully will put up, or maybe maybe you could take a picture of this and put it on the put it on the blog. Okay. Okay. So let me figure out how you do this. Okay, I'm going to switch the camera over. Here it is, right here. There's there's the shirt. There's me. There's a terrible haircut. Um, got married with that bad haircut. I don't know what we were thinking. So I'm wearing the little flower from the wedding right there. You can see it. And then there's Melissa. And uh, let's see if I can put this over here. Here's Melissa in the, the giant shoulder pads in the outfit. They're throwing little pieces of paper that were shaped like a heart. And we're heading out. There's the marriage license or something like that. We're heading out to our honeymoon. Two young lovers who had no idea where life was going to take them. And then look, there's Melissa's mom right there in the background. Haunting us. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to love that, isn't she? Does she listen to this? Yes, of course I'm sorry, Mrs. Clark. I'm sorry, Mrs. Clark. And then there's the, there's the, here's what your mom has a blog podcast looks like whenever we're podcasting. We're gonna we're gonna have to delete this podcast. Look at this. This is this is a terrible. This is really bad. This is really bad, really bad. We we've already lost all our viewers, so that's a oh we're getting some back. But anyway, just thought we'd Facebook Live a little bit of it, and uh, we'll we'll go back to the uh, to the regular podcast. So stay tuned. Uh, Give it a few give it a few uh, minutes, hours, little few minutes. And we'll have a podcast loaded for you to listen to, so you can listen to the first uh, 30 minutes of this podcast, and then whatever happens after we sign off. So Now that Chad has discovered Facebook Live. I'm telling you, I, I said it today. I think now that we've discovered Facebook Live, our lives are about to change. <laughs> it is so much fun. <laughs> We're going to be live all the time, y'all. Oh, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> 
But anyway, so here's the deal. We do a podcast. We're trying to do a podcast for Your Mom Has a Blog once uh, once a week. And some most of the most weeks we're getting it in once a week. So um, tune into that. Take a listen. Listen while you're working out or driving to work or whatever you're doing. And we try to just uh, uh, honor the Lord and uh, encourage people. So thank you for watching our Facebook Live video. Say thank you. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. This is how it works, folks. <laughs> thank you. Did you not want to say that? I did. Okay. Well, what I did you want? I just don't want you to tell me to say well, it. What did you want to say? I don't know. I wanted to say thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I do thank you even when I'm told to be thankful because that's in the Bible. So uh, I don't I don't complain about that. But anyway, you guys, uh, thank you for watching our Facebook Live, our, our advertisement for our podcast. We're going to sign off. Bye. Bye. So what did you think about that experience? I felt like it was terrible. Was that your first time to ever Facebook Live? That, that was not an enjoyable experience. You think so? Yeah, I don't know if Facebook Live and me are going to get along. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I have I, a feeling I, it's going to be a really major part of my life thanks to you i'm in love <laughs> i don't know that guy zuckerberg but that's the best thing i've ever seen in my oh. life and i've been so annoyed by pastors that are always jumping on facebook live they jump on facebook live like i've got to go to the bathroom hey guys pastor chad here i've really got to go up to the bathroom i thought i'd let you know you know but uh, I might start doing that. Remember how whenever we were dating and your sister was a teenager and when she would come into the room, your mom would say, Cindy, say hello. <laughs> and then Cindy would get furious and she would go, oh, <laughs> and she would go slam her door to her room. <laughs> That's what I felt like whenever you said, say, say thank, thank you. you. Say thank you. Yeah, I'm I sorry wanted to go, that's the Edgington, uh, right? <laughs> Even our kids do it. Like, how do they? Is that genetic? I don't know. My mom does that. I do it. You do it. Everybody does it. It's crazy. But anyway, what right, any other news? We, we, we any, better wrap this up. Any this, other? This any, has felt like the longest blog. A yet. total train wreck. I thought. I think it's been okay. You think? Well, we got to Facebook Live. That makes it all worth it. <laughs> no. Anyway, that's how it works. If you want to start Facebook living your life, you can do that. But anyway, um, any anything parting words? Uh, what's going on the blog? I saw the one about your dad. That was awesome. Thanks. I, I, I was just thinking, what you know, when you're writing that, well, can you imagine like opening up a website and seeing that your kid wrote something like that about you? I mean, it would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure. I'm sure he was flat. I wonder if he cried when he read it. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I bet he teared up. The stuff, the stuff my kids are going to write about me will probably make me cry too. So it'll be so awful. Because <laughs> it'll be from their therapy journals. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was told that I needed to write this out and share it with the world. <laughs> my dad ruined my life. He would make us clean the house all the time and yell at us and berate us for our ungratefulness. Was, you don't do that. No, no. Well, but I did, occasionally. I, Sunday I got pretty upset. I was just like, they just got me to one of those boiling points mm. where I was saying, hey, let's spend the next hour or so cleaning. 
and they were complaining about never getting to play. And I was like, I don't care if you ever get to play. Life is not about playing. But I was like, you realize we run around this whole county taking you to things? We even go to another county to take you piano. But uh, anyway, it's uh, that's really sweet what you said about your dad. And I think there's a lot of wisdom in that, too. If you haven't read the blog, the gist of it is... The gist See, Jackson, of it. I try to get her to talk. She doesn't pick up on the prompts. <laughs> the gist of it is that, um, you know, just the idea of being a tender tender towards your children even even though you sometimes have to be a disciplinarian you sometimes have to you know you have to set boundaries and expectations and hold Mm -hmm. your kids to those but I think you know there always needs to be a tenderness there towards your kids don't don't get too hard yeah even if they are constantly trying you Mm -hmm. you know and I loved tonight Adelaide had been asking me questions about how she could uh tell her friends about the gospel and I took her the pastor at First Baptist Graham did a, a little session on child evangelism and how to share the gospel with children and kind of reach them where they are and she was so tuned in she read everything he was pointing out was paying attention to the verses you know and I think sometimes when when you you know realize how dirty their shoes are and how stinky their feet are and you think we're not doing this right I mean, nothing should smell this bad. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You, you think we're not raising them right because of their hygiene, because of their, you know, occasional brattiness. But then tonight I was thinking, you know what? This is a pretty good kid. And maybe I am sometimes too hard on her. That she really does care about her friends and she cares about learning this stuff. Yeah. And I, and I hope that, I hope that uh, we can encourage that. Uh, and, you know, brushing your teeth every day. Right. Very important. <laughs> it's a very important thing. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, we, we probably ought to wrap it up. I want to give a shout out to Sandy K. Grubbs, who had a, sur- a surgery today in Wichita Falls and is recovering. And she is our church financial secretary and a major important part of our lives. Uh, wouldn't you say that? Yeah, for like sure. Like Sandy and Jan are like... How would you even describe what your church secretaries are to you if you're a pastor? They're like your heart and your lungs. Would you say that's what they are? Yeah. They're like your brain and your car. They're things you can't live without. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we have the best secretaries at the First Baptist Church of Olney. I mean, they're fantastic. They're amazing. I mean, you you, you could never get secretaries that are as selfless, as hardworking, as caring for people, they care for people long after I've quit. I mean, especially the ones that come and try my patience with requests and things. And I, you know, the other day someone was kept calling and asking for food and they said, well, are they here? Why aren't, why aren't they here yet with my bag of food? You know, and they were thinking, well, should I go do this and that? They were so nice. And I was thinking, no, let's throw rocks at their house. Let's not give them food. <laughs> <laughs> You wanted to say, you wanted to throw rocks. I'm at just their saying house? they they can push you to a certain point <laughs> <laughs> where you're thinking you know let's not be nice now, let's vandalize. <laughs> and yet there they were trying to figure out a way to work it out because they're sweet and they're nice and they truly love the Lord and so 
Uh, and they keep you from committing misdemeanors, apparently. Uh, yes, they they appeal to our better nature. So I'm I'm uh, we're gonna Sandy's gonna be out for a few days recovering, so we're gonna really miss her. But I wanted to give a shout out and let her know we're praying for you. We love you, and uh, and hopefully you know you can just listen to this podcast over and over again. And, and watch our Facebook live video. watch our video. Facebook live video so it will make sense. So anyway, we're about to clock in at 45 minutes, so we better say sayonara. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Bye, y'all.